Hi, I'm Ian. And I'm Alex. And this is... Hugs and Misses! Hello, hello everyone, and welcome to the final episode of Hugs and Misses. It's been a great ride. Alex, thank you for joining me on this journey. Hey, you know what? I'm just glad you kept asking me to come back after the first one. Of course. Well, you're you're one of my best friends, and we, we made a commitment that we'd do this for a year, didn't we? We did. We set a goal, and we executed it, and uh, we're just we're limping across the finish line. Here. Yeah, that's right. Sorry, it's been a while since one. We've released another one, too. I know we haven't been super consistent, um, but, you know, we, we've both been pretty busy. Alex has moved. Uh, for those of you who don't know, um, we announced that uh, Cassidy, my wife, she's having a baby. I'm going to be a dad in July. So, hey, some... Uh, Pretty yeah. big, some pretty big news there. So exciting. Um, but things are changing really quick. But yeah, we made a commitment a year ago that we'd do this. Um, just try it out and have some have some fun. The goal was never really to like <laughs> get bigger, make money, right? It was just basically to have fun and to and to share stories and to build our relationships and to help other people start and build relationships. So in that, I hope I hope we've helped you accomplish that. If anything, I hope we've helped you find levity in some of your uh, heartbreak. <laughs> if that that makes sense. No, my whole goal was my whole happiness was just banking on how well this podcast did, and I'm just so utterly disappointed. <laughs> None of you shared it with your friends. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I just it's a good excuse to come over and hang out with you, Ian. And if anything, if anything, that's what it is. If that, any- that's exactly what it is. But. We really appreciate everyone who's listened. We really appreciate everyone who's sent in stories. Uh, it's been it's been a lot of fun doing this over the last year. If anything, like we said, to just to be with each other and just to explore some of this stuff together. So, um, on that note, we wanted to kind of cover just some of our favorite uh, either hugs or miss and misses stories, or just some of our favorite moments from the podcast. And uh, you know, if you listen to it, so be it. If not, then thanks for joining us. We really. Really, really appreciate all your all your listens and all your support. Yes, thank you. And I, I am inv- excited to invite you on this stroll down memory lane that me and Ian are about to <clears throat> embark on. Me too. So, um, first and foremost, um, I guess we should go your favorite hug. Oh shoot, my favorite hug. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I didn't what? really. I didn't prepare in that way. <laughs> okay. Well, think about it for a minute. I think my favorite hug was one of our uh, one of our consistent listeners sent in a hug, and it was about how she met her current boyfriend. Mm, yes. And you know they went to a <clears throat> they met in like a music group or something. I don't remember that exactly, but it was like high school. Yeah, it was college. like a it was like a music group. And he was one of the, he, he was a, a really good singer and it was like a fantasy, right? Just mm-hmm. like, wow, he's, he'd be awesome to date, but I'll never have a chance. <laughs> um, but he was like, but you know, they were both bold with each other and they were straight up and then they went and just to have a Sunday, right? But they ended up spending like three or four hours at this, at this place until it closed. And those are the kind of stories that really hit home to me because those are, you know, you really can hit your flow with someone when time just vanishes. And I get that. And they're still together. And it makes me makes me really happy. So I think that one was my favorite. Not only because it was really cool and it, and it struck home, but because, you know, it came from a person who legitimately listens to us and who, um, you know, puts real thought into everything they do. So I, we really appreciate her listening. And as always, uh, 
you know, feel free to send us more stuff and send us more updates. <laughs> we might do this again someday. Someday, you know, we might pick this back up. But for now, people have just seen fit to just not send us any more stories. And you know what? That's totally fine. And we said, hey, we'll do this for a year. If people stop sending us stories, then then so be it. And people have, have sort of stopped. Now, given, you know, we... Yeah, we've asked pretty much everyone we know. <laughs> right? Yeah, and yeah, so that that, uh, that teat is drained. Right, <laughs> the, the teat hath been suckled dry. We and at this point, right, we can't just expect randos listening to the podcast just send us send us stories. So it was either going to be from people who we knew, people who consistently listened. And uh, you know what? A year a year is a good a year is a good way to go. It's one season, as it were. Yes. I mean, it's like, you know, almost like two seasons if you're going by like Netflix special episodes. I guess you're right. Uh-huh. You know, what, what do we get to? 48? You know? Yeah, this will be 48. Technically, we did 49 because of the bonus episode. Oh, yeah. We did great. We should do. And I, I, I can't like let myself get like super weird and anal about this because I really wanted to get to 50. Uh-huh. But. We don't have any more stories. <laughs> Stay <laughs> tuned f- for a secret uh, secret episode after this one yeah, where and me I and Ian f- just talk about, like, all of our new projects and secrets. And I feel like a lot of people kind of dropped off when we didn't talk about misses. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I looked at some of the statistics, right? And there's not a ton of people that liked... They liked the special episodes. They just didn't like the episodes that, that were supposed to be regular hugs and misses episodes but turned into something else but those were the weeks that we didn't have any mm. we didn't have any stories so we really didn't have a choice but to just kind of share our thoughts <laughs> oh, unless you wanted no. us to like start making stuff up which we weren't going to do <laughs> I I remember I have my answer now are you ready Yes I'm ready what favorite hug My favorite hug was the one we did fairly recently where it was the girl who like had the guy like teach her how to like fly a plane? Oh yeah! And they just like did this big romantic thing, and then we proceeded to just like crap all over it about how <laughs> there's no way we can ever like live up to that expectation. So we're just like, you know what? Screw you, dude! Like, hey, yeah, thanks for setting the bar already too high. Like, this girl's this girl's date taught her to fly. What are you doing? I have brought you a dozen Krispy Kreme donuts. <laughs> Minus two. I, I was going to say, there's only, there's only, there's only nine in here. Yes, as you like. Didn't realize I was dating a mathematician. <laughs> what goodness? But yeah, that was my favorite, only because like obviously it was the most like breathtaking date possible. Like that was the most amazing I've ever heard. So by far that was the best one in my opinion. But yeah. also it was my favorite because we just dumped all over how stupid that is because. <laughs> You know, he, kudos to this guy. Screw the rest of us. We said here. we set a cap, you dick. Every year we hold the man conference, and we're like, listen, we can't can't get their expectations too high because some of us can only afford so much. <laughs> yeah, every Friday night, my wife asks me if we're gonna go fly in a plane, and I have to tell her no. <laughs> Do you know how that feels? It hurts. It hurts me, and it hurts her. I feel like less of a man. Plus, I'm I'm scared of heights. <laughs> So do we move on to favorite miss now? Yes. Yes. I think this one's hard because I mean obviously the podcast is about was about both, you know, the good dates and the bad dates, but I feel like obviously most people listen to hear some of the bad ones. Yeah, that's why they come. Yeah. And so <laughs> I, and 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 so that's almost every single episode. So I think my favorite one would have to be um I, oh 
dang it, I don't remember the name of it. Hold on, let me let me look this up. But I think you might know which one it's called. Okay. Um, it is the one where the gentleman, or I'm sorry, the girl who sent it to us, um, she was was dating around, and this guy came like down from a state. Uh huh. And he like came in this junker and played the piano for her. And then, like, at the end of the night, had, like, this idea that she should grill him, make him a grilled cheese. Episode 17. 17, grill me a cheese, please. That's right. You know what? That's mine. <laughs> I was going to say that <laughs> well, one. You well, you gotta pick a different one. No, that's <clears throat> my favorite. Um, grill me a cheese. Grill me a cheese, please. What? No. <laughs> I think that one's my favorite one because it's just so... I don't know. It's the perfect amount of like, okay, well, this is really uncomfortable to, wow, this got uncomfortable. This went from uncomfortable to just wackadoo. This guy, for those of you who don't know, episode 17, it's a great one. Um, This guy, (laughs) they're done with their date. They'd been like on a date for like four hours and it basically, they talked and he played the piano for her and didn't feed her or anything like that. And at the end of the night, they're like she's like going home, and he's like, "Do you have any bread?" And she, you know, and let's see what we can find in here. Yeah, and she's like, <laughs> I, "I think I don't think so. I'm gonna go home now." And he's like, "Well, let's see what we can find." <laughs> and he takes out like a block of welfare cheese, and just goes around and ransacks her house to find like two pieces of bread some margarine and he's got his cheese so he makes her make him a grilled cheese and like it's just the weirdest thing you've passed the wife test you pass the wife test that's right grill me a cheese but anyway <laughs> that one was that one was super super funny i did love that one a lot that was my first draft pick uh if i had to choose a second i really it was really early on in the series i think it was episode 5 where the guy like wanted to like we were talking about like seafood for breakfast and we just went on this huge tangent about like how gross like oh, seafood yeah. <laughs> like he was going to prepare her this whole fancy meal but then he just like resorted to cereal cuz she didn't like seafood for breakfast and yeah was- and he had and he had like wheat he had like mini wheats and like cheerios just the worst <laughs> options <laughs> And that was just like the most disgusting thing. And I just, that one stuck with me. That one, that one messed me up for a long time. And those are the dates that I like to hear. The ones that stick with you for all the wrong reasons. Oh, absolutely. I think another one that I really liked was, um, let's see. Let's look at these. Ooh, catastrophic relationship was super funny. That's the one where the girl's kind of stupid boyfriend um, like was always late and this time he was especially late and he comes to the door like beaten, battered and bloodied and oh, they're yeah. like, what happened? And they look at his truck and it's just all messed up and he freaking hit a cow and then just drove off. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know how much I can help here. <laughs> I mean, I'm not a vet. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? It's delicious. <laughs> that was a good one. Uh, did you have a favorite special? Um, I definitely think my favorite special was episode 20, How to Bag a Husband in the 50s. Oh, beautiful, beautiful episode. Um, I mean, I mean, of course it was our, um, they, it was our Valentines with the wives. (laughs) (laughs) No, screw that one. That one sucked. No one liked that. (laughs) 
No one was happy with that. <laughs> They're going to kill us. <laughs> Even our wives weren't happy. They're like, you guys just want to hang out with each other on Valentine's Day. And I they bet. called us out in the episode. Too. You know what? They won't even they won't even listen to this. Why am I worried? But yeah, I think my, my favorite, wife will. I think my favorite one is, uh, yeah, definitely episode 20. And that's the how to bag a husband in the 50s where Alex and I, well, where you and I. Sorry. <laughs> Who? You and me, me and you, us. You and me, me and you, both of us together. We. Where we read from <laughs> a article from like 1956 about how to how to get a husband. It was so bad. And just some of them were just ridiculous. Like one of them was like, pretend you're hurt and like sulk in a corner. So he'll like rush to you. <laughs> you should just make more money. <laughs> yeah. And the other. Yeah. <laughs> What was the other? carry was around it? a hat box? Yeah, carry around a hat box. <laughs> it's like oh, okay, <laughs> sure. I think besides that one, I really loved our Halloween special because I think that's the one. Like oh, the <laughs> yeah, the ghost. I put like the most work into that one than any other episode I did. That was a great one. That was fantastic. Uh, because who doesn't love a good ghost divorce story? I know. There were, there were some other ones in there. There was like that freaking vampire, like, mm, yeah, creepy one in there. Guy thought it was a vampire. Jeez, Halloween episode. That was episode 40. And since Halloween, we've only done like seven episodes and <laughs> half of those have been me. I've like two of those were me alone mm-hmm. because you had COVID. That's right. <laughs> and then... And then, which you broadcasted to the world with the title. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, what am I supposed to say? You're gone for two weeks. I was just like, Alex. no, I, I liked the title. It was funny. I just remember, like, I got the the notification. Yeah, it's just like Alex has the COVID. And I was like, what the hell? I was like, oh, it's hugs and misses. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was like, is I my was, phone mad at me? I was, I was already lonely, like, that week. And I was like, <laughs> oh, my gosh, he's gone. He's going to die. Yeah, he's definitely, your friend's definitely dead. <laughs> he's, he's not going to make it. I'm going to have to do the rest of this by myself. Um, Yeah, so that was that was always that was always a good one. And always liked having Cassidy and breaking on, of course. Yeah, that, I, it, was, it was good. You know, it was a, it was a, it's a good recording put into permanent record on the internet yeah if anything children will look back on with glee i was gonna say if anything we can either archive this and just kind of like let people listen to it at will or just make it all private and not let anyone else hear it. that's what i did with my old youtube videos i just mm-hmm. have archived them and I'm, i don't let anyone see them because of i know because i tried to watch one and you blocked everything i was embarrassed by it what one were you trying to why were you trying to watch one because i thought of the one where the tie one. Oh, trump tie ian in this video has a trump tie and everyone's like wow i really like your tie what is that and he's like oh it's it's, it's nothing <laughs> i don't know what it is and then i look at it and it's like dun, dun, dun. Like, oh trump tie. god <laughs> come on show me it's kirkland <laughs> leave me alone <laughs> You know what this reminds me of? What? Uh, my favorite part about Hugs and Misses is mm. the endless tangents that aren't related to like oh, relationships I'm at all. So sorry. I'm <laughs> no, so sorry, that's everyone. my favorite part. Is when we just like, like, uh, just talk about the most random. It's always like movies. It always is movies. We should have done a movie podcast. Everyone <laughs> doesn't. Well, here's the and here's the thing about the mo- the podcast. Everyone, we picked a niche that we felt like had not been. There's plenty of dating podcasts. There's plenty of like romance podcasts, but we hadn't heard anyone that was specifically about 
bad dates. Mm-hmm. And so that we thought, you know, we can we can corner the market with this. What we soon realized was that although people always have a terrible dating story, which mostly everyone does, one, they don't always want to share it. And two, they don't always want to write it down for us. Yeah, that's the hardest part is like, I have this story, but I just don't want to email it to you. Trust me. Yeah. If half the people we talked to, like that said they had stories, actually sent us stories, we'd be going for another 30 episodes. <laughs> we'd have something to work with. Uh, but I'm again, I'm not blaming. It's your fault. We, you know, people hire people to go look at this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think the other thing is that, you know, Neither of you or I have any, like, qualifications to be talking about this. I mean, we're married. That's pretty much all the the the, the qualification we have to be talking about this. Well, the problem, not the problem, but, like, the, <laughs> the thing that kind of set this to the weird vibe that it is now is we originally just wanted to make fun of people. We did. But then, the, then we got all these sad stories of, like... <laughs> victims of like insane people and so we had to start like giving them our sympathies which led to us saying like how can we make sure this doesn't happen and then i realized oh wait i like have no idea how to stop this from happening except telling people to stop (laughs) being insane weird (laughs) just stop being weird eventually yeah eventually it all just came down to like for the first maybe 10 or 20 episodes we could really narrow it down as to like what the issue was it's like Oh, a lack of communication on that part, or a lack of, mm-hmm. or lack of providing expectations, or, or perhaps, uh, you know, looking in all the wrong places and not, you know, putting yourself out there. Eventually, though, it came to the point where we're like, just stop being freaking weird, man. Just, <laughs> just ask them questions, be nice, and I promise you, it'll work out, and and also be handsome. <laughs> you know, it's like it's like Pokemon. You know, like the first generation, you're like, okay, that's like a lizard, but it also has like firepower. And you, oh, that's like a mouse, but it's electric. And then you look at like generation six and you're like, what the? F- it, it, it's ice cream. <laughs> this one's a fairy. That looks like a pillow with legs. <laughs> it's cotton candy, but it also can like rip the entire universe in half if it wanted to. <laughs> this one's the, this one's an ancient sarcophagus. It can also destroy your mind. Oh, cool. <laughs> this is a fun time we live in. It's a great podcast. We did a great job. Also, I don't think we, like... Also, we didn't know COVID was going to happen, and people were literally going to stop dating. Yeah, that kind of boned us, too. I think that boned everybody for this kind of, like, niche. Yeah, and, and not in the good way. Yeah, there was no good kind of boning. <laughs> there was no good boning. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just... I'm happy to have done it. I'm happy to have this record. We can just add it to the repertoire of creative things that you and I can do. We're going to be... You know, like 10 years down the road, you know, we'll have a couple of projects underneath our belt and they're like, oh, wow, looks like you guys have done a couple of like this and that. And oh, what's this? You guys did like a podcast? They're like, no, that's nothing. Don't, no, worry. That's, uh, Don't worry about that it. Back in the day when we were, <laughs> we were young, we were so young. We had such dreams then. <laughs> how many, how many like listeners did you get? No, oh, we had like, like, we had like a good baker's dozen, four, <laughs> 12. <laughs> I'll be like, oh, wow, 12,000? No, just 12. No, just 12. (laughs) Also, three of those were our, three of those were, two of them, two of them were our wives, and the other one was Alex's mom. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's another thing that this podcast kind of turned into. It was just like my weekly letter to my mother, because it's like, I don't call her enough, so she listens to the podcast. (laughs) Bless them. So this is what I did today, mom. Bless both our mothers. They're so sweet. And our sweet wives, wonderful wives, and our dogs. 
Blessed dogs. Yeah. Oh, him sleeping. Him's a sleepy dog. He's out. Yeah, my dog's like passed out, like right here next to us. He's <laughs> such a good boy. Such a good boy. Do, 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 do you remember that time when you, when you talked about, uh, marrying cousins? No, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and you, and, and you put a number on which cousin <laughs> you would marry? Well, I, I, I did remember and I was hoping no one else did, but. <laughs> I mean, if this is going to be a best of final episode. Yeah, that, that can't go on. When I kind of like outed myself as to the appropriate like amount of incest, because <laughs> <laughs> like, you know there is a there is a number, right? We're all we're all related, yeah, right? Ten, like I mean, yeah, there is a number, right? <clears throat> but Ian happened to go below two digits, and that was just too much for some people to handle. Oh man, you know I don't. Maybe some people don't know how far back like sixth or seventh cousin is you know it's it's justifiable i don't even remember which number you said but i think i said i think i said seven yeah you know something. seven that's that's pretty far back i don't know i hope i said seven if it was any less than that i'm gonna i'm gonna have to go and slap <laughs> slap past ian <laughs> we did the we did this like you know the family history app Ian, why would you tell the truth where if you both where if you both have a membership you can find out yeah. how you're related and so me and my wife did that and i think we were like 18th or like 26 cousins or something like that and i remember thinking like oh wow we're like if we were closer that would have been cool and i was like <laughs> wait no no wait <laughs> that's worse wait you want to be further away alex it's like it's like golf you want your score to be low <laughs> <laughs> um it's it's the opposite of what you think. Yeah, you don't want a first big cousins score. first place. <laughs> it's like that quote from Mean Girls. First, there's your cousin, and then there's your first cousin, and then there's your second cousin. <laughs> and there's no, no, honey, no, no, it's not, it's not how it works. Oh, but it's been it's been a great ride. Um, it has, hasn't it? Yeah, no, it's been it's been a lot of fun, but um. I, I don't know, man. I think we can make this one relatively shorter. I don't know. There's nothing else really to talk about. We could keep it under a cool 30 for sure. Yeah. I guess. What's your what's your final piece of advice, I guess, man? Like, Ooh, you're man. married to your wife. You guys just moved into a new house. You guys are doing pretty good. So, like, what's the what's your secret? What's If someone were to ask you, you know, let's pretend. <laughs> let's hope. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, 50 years from now. You two are still married, old, happy couple, and you're sitting there on a park bench, and oh, some, God bless you. some rando, you know, comes, hey, what's the secret? I don't know why he talks like that. You know, what's <laughs> we're your, in New York. You what's your what's your see some greaser? It's <laughs> <we're> Christopher Walken. <laughs> what's your secret to a long happy marriage? A long happy marriage. So yeah, somebody asked you that. What what well, do you say? I mean. I don't know. I'm probably going to look back at this and just cringe because I'm 20, uh, 26 and I don't know anything. But honestly, for the longest time, I always thought that I needed to like figure out what the girl that I liked liked. And then I would change who I was as a person just to meet those qualifications. And I tried that for about 24 years and it never worked because I was always unhappy and the girl was rarely interested in me. But uh, with Bregan, it was just, 
I found a girl with similar interests and I didn't have to change who I was at all. And I just was myself and she didn't leave. <laughs> and, yes. I, and I think that's the problem is people are too in a rush, <clears throat> too in a rush to be in love. They're more in love with the idea. Totally. And if you just take the time to find someone who accepts you as the person you are, like completely at your worst and at your best, everything in between, and, you know, they can show you those parts as well. I think that's what makes it work, is just complete openness with someone and all honesty. And, you know, so far that's really worked for me and Brig, and we can just be ourselves. And I have, like, no fear of, like, expressing opinions or interests, even if she might hate them. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> She's yeah. still... They'll, they'll still, like, slap us, you know? They'll still, like, smack us and go, you know, <laughs> Alex or Ian... But they're like, they're smiling, you know, when they do that. <laughs> they're happy to see us happy. And damn it, if that isn't just something that I adore about her is I'll be like, I'm going to watch this anime. Do you want to watch it? And she'll say, no, but you you can watch it. That's and she'll good. just, she'll <laughs> smile. And, you know, it's, it's just good. You know, she just supports me and I support her and we accept each other. And I think that's the long and the short of it is just finding someone you can be yourself around and who mm -hmm. accepts you and you don't have to change for anything. I like that. That's 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 me. <laughs> that's a good answer. That's a good answer, my friend. Do we? I'm going to pass that on to you now. Who Christopher Walken approaches you in a park and says, "Ian, what's your secret to a long-lasting, happy marriage with you and your your beautiful son here?" First of all, first of all, how are you still alive? <laughs> I started off old, so no one knows how old I am. <laughs> Um, okay. I guess I would say, let's see. I mean, so far this has worked out, right? It's been nearly five years that we've been married. We've been in a relationship now for close to seven years. And a baby on the way. And a baby on the way. So we'll see how that works. <laughs> That's um, going to be great. I'm so excited. Again, in 10 years, I'll, I'll get back on here and we'll release that secret episode. And I'll be like, I lied. Everyone run. <laughs> get out of here. Ignore everything I said. <laughs> Turns out that was terrible advice. Terrible <laughs> advice. I tried it. She hates me. <laughs> we have to go back. <laughs> I think I would say um, there needs to be uh, there needs to be levity in all things in your relationship. Um, you need to be able to laugh at each other, but at yourself. And you, because <laughs> that's going to help you get through some of the, some of the rough times. And Cassidy has always been one for laughing with me and crying with me. And you need someone who can do both with you. Um, and, and sometimes our, our fake arguments are fake, you know, our little palather, our little back and forth. Sometimes they'll 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 turn into real arguments, <laughs> and um, but you know we can always laugh about it or cry about it. And like you said, it's you need someone who can see you at your best and can see you at your worst. And your best is typically when you're laughing and when you're. Having fun and your worst is usually when you're <laughs> when you're crying and when you're a mess, right? Mm -hmm. And so, before you commit to someone, before you commit to this idea of 
you know, a, a, a singular monogamous relationship with this, with one person, right? Which I would recommend 100% marvelous institution marriage. I would recommend it. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to fall in love with that person. I, and, and by that, I, I echo what Alex said, meaning you can't just fall in love with the idea of love and then completely almost ignore the other person. As, as, and <clears throat> I know that doesn't make like a ton of sense, but what I'm trying to say is you, it's, it's a, it's a team effort. It really is. It really is a team effort. You have to work on yourself every day and you have to climb that ladder. If you're, that ladder is slowly sinking into quicksand. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just call it the, we'll just call it the churn <clears throat> that is daily life. That is, you know, hardship that is stress and the churn is is consistently you know chewing up that ladder and you have to help your spouse and yourself you have to climb that ladder of that relationship otherwise you you got to keep working on that relationship otherwise it's just going to sink farther and farther down into it and it's hard sometimes to remember right and i need to remember to be kissing my wife more i need to remember to acknowledge her more but if there is one thing i could say yeah find someone who you can fall in love with and then, and then commit. Don't, don't get caught up in all this in looking at other people and looking at, you know, we've got so much social media now and you see people starting families, you see people getting married, you see people getting engaged every single day. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't gotten there yet, be patient with yourself and be patient with the person who you're eventually going to end up with. And and you'll get there. You will, you will. And you know, I'll be. I, there was a period of my life where I didn't think I was really going to be with anybody. I thought I was going to be. I thought I was going to be a lone wolf, batching it, batching it, the whole life long. And uh, no, it didn't work out like that. Now I've got a son on the way. Oh yeah, it's a boy, by the way, everyone. It's a. Mm. Uh, we're calling him Asher Ian Namelka. So he'll have the first name Asher. He'll have my name as his middle name, and then Namelka. It's a weird way to name your son Alex, but. <laughs> Next one, the next one, the next one will be, the next one will be Alex Bubba. <laughs> uh, God bless Bubba. God, if, bl- God bless him. Are you, uh, I don't know, this isn't really like dating related, but are you, this is the next step in a relationship. You know, there's the dating and then there's the marriage. Now moving on to parenthood. Yeah, some people don't do it. In that order, but (laughs) (laughs) yeah, sorry to be so like 1940s about it. Yeah, sorry everyone for being traditionalist. (laughs) According to Ian's timeline here, this is the procedure. And you know, with fatherhood approaching, you know, I don't know, do you have any expectations? Like, what are you expecting with this new chapter? I, I have zero expectations. I expect just like. I think the dog has helped a lot because before this this thing right here that is laying next to me, this furry companion. Well, I'll, I'll back up a little bit. The other week, so a couple weeks ago, we and and this is part of the reason why we haven't published a put out a podcast in a while. But the dog got into some <clears throat> being naughty, hopped up onto the counter, which we didn't know he could do. And uh, got into some gum, and for those of you who don't know, some sugar-free gums have quite a bit of what they call xylitol in it, and xylitol is a sugar substitute. And what it does is it is it it puts the dog's uh, um, 
insulin producer into overdrive. Okay, hold on. Hold on, everyone. This is part of marriage. I need to talk to my wife. What, baby? Why? They left the vaccinations in there? You should hold them hostage. You should tell them, give me one, and I'll let you in. Doesn't yeah, for sure. Take my car. Oh, yeah, I'm parked behind you. Do you want me to move? No, you're fine. Are you, you sure? parked behind me or are you parked behind her? Parked behind your wife. No, take my car. I've got my car covered. Wear wear a jacket, please. Okay. Love you, baby. Um <laughs> did they lock the Oh, for those of you who don't know, my wife works at one of the county centers and she's she's one of the, the assistant directors of the event center and they're doing like a massive COVID vaccination clinic at this giant building. And apparently they've locked themselves out of the building and the vaccines inside. So I told her she needs to, she needs to extort some, some of that good old vaxy out of them anyway. So back to the, back to the dog story. So I'm, and I'm going to answer your question, Alex, I'm getting there. Hmm. So anyway, he got into the gum. He ate the entire thing, the entire thing. And we weren't going to be gone that long. We weren't even gone that long. We just headed up to our parents' house for a minute and came back down. And I opened the door and I knew something was wrong because he didn't come to the door. And he was, I went in and saw him completely just passed out and he had, you know, vomit everywhere. And I tried to stand him up and he couldn't stand up and he was shaking violently and it was probably probably one of the scariest moments and again yeah and let me remind you 3 years ago when mm-hmm. i didn't have this dog i would have felt bad for somebody that this happened to but i would have been like oh well at least it's a dog you know not right. a per- and we we got him to the hospital, which was an hour away because no one there no one does overnight stuff here. So we had to get him to the hospital. He spent a weekend in the hospital trying to get back up. If he wasn't as big as he is, he would have died without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, he ingested over twice the lethal amount, and so what it does is, it, like I said, it pumps insulin into their system, and and their and their body just can't keep up. And so. Anyway, he's he's fine now. His liver's good. His numbers are good. He's a good boy. And he's, uh, yeah, he's healthy now. But that weekend where I was waiting for him to be okay, I was good. Cassidy was freaking out, right? Mm-hmm. Until we got him to the hospital. When we gave him to the hospital, she stopped freaking out. And then that's when I freak out, right? Mm-hmm. That's when I break down. Is because now I can't do anything else. Now I have to wait and see what's going to happen. That was probably the worst weekend of my life. I can, I can say that. And a lot of you are like, well, it's just a dog, you know, no one died and, and he's fine now. Right. But it was in the moment, right in, in the moment. I, I don't, I don't know what it's like to have a child yet. I will. Right. And this is the answer to your question, Mm -hmm. but I know. And I, and I didn't know what it was like to have a dog or to have a, have a best friend like, like the dog, but I do now. Which mm-hmm. is the point. And like I said, it was the worst weekend of my life because I didn't know if he was going to be okay. And I'm I'm guessing that a child is going to be even more intense than having a child is going to be. An even more intense form of love 
than, than the love I just have for this dog, which I, like I said, before this dog, I never had a dog. I didn't really understand. I didn't really care. Mm-hmm. But now that I do have a dog, you know, and I understand that love, I can't imagine what I'm going to feel for the kid. So I'm hoping it's okay, sweet boy. It's okay. It's just mom. She's going back to work for a moment. Um, but, uh, yeah, as far as, as far as the kid coming, I have zero expectations. I, I just need to know I need to be, I need to be better. I always, <laughs> I always can be better. Just like the relationship. I'm sure it's going to be a lot like that. And every single day I can do something better to be a, be a good father. And which is why right now I'm completely off fast food and, and soda and went, you know, got a gym membership and I'm trying to be more healthy because I want my son to, you know, <laughs> live by, have live, a dad for yeah, a while. have a dad for a while and live by an example. Right. <clears throat> yeah. And if yeah. I'm just this fat slob that just doesn't take care of my body and that doesn't care, how do I expect him to, how do, how can I expect him to be the same? same. Right. I feel that. So I'm, I'm already trying to make improvements and trying to make changes. And, and it's the same in a marriage. You, you think you're at one point and then you finally get married and I here, here's, and I didn't like my answer before with, uh, with the whole, when, uh, you know, when, <laughs> when you asked me, you know, how to make a lasting marriage and stuff, mm-hmm. I didn't like my answer. I felt like it's a little too convoluted. So I will say this, find someone who with every day that goes by, you love them more than the day before it. Wow. And, and, and that, I think that was the defining factor of what made me finally marry my wife is because, um, before that I usually would get either bored or annoyed with girls and whether or not you want to call that my problem or, or their problem, whatever, whatever it is. It's just dating, man. Right. Exactly. With Cassidy, it was never like that. I loved her more the next day than I did the day before it. I fell more and more in love with her every day. And I still do. I fall more and more in love with her every day. Now, again, that's not to say there aren't days, right, where we piss each other off and where things seem like, you know, not great. But after we heal from those things, it's like, wow, I love her even more now. Mm -hmm. It's like muscle. It's like tearing muscle. When you tear a muscle and when when you're working it out and you're you're stretching it and you're making, you're making it stronger. Yeah. No, that's, it's weird how many like linear things you can see. Like between relationships, like, you know, I'm sure in a way that kind of goes with the dog and in the same way in the future, it'll be with your son. You know, the dog probably has pissed you off a lot of days. <laughs> yeah. Or scared you a lot yes, of days. That- and your son is probably going to do that, too. But that's, you know, you'll at the end of the day, you'll <laughs> still love them. There'll always be that foundation, but you'll yes. also learn to grow. And then in the same way that now that you know that you have a son on the way, you want to like, you know, improve your health and improve your lifestyle more. I saw that similarly in my relationship with my wife, where as soon as we became more of like an item, I began to realize that the things that I thought were important Mm -hmm. in a relationship Mm -hmm. and in my life weren't. And those things kind of like fell away and were replaced by the things that are important to my life now, which is what makes my marriage work. And, you know, just stupid things like the requirements that I would have had for a wife in high school are so different from what oh, I had for even, like, even, even, I mean, even, you know, before you, you, before you even got married. Yeah. Right. And, and, and maybe that's another point, right. Is that you can put this, you could put this like requirement 
and like this checklist down for the people you want to marry. Mm-hmm. But when that one comes along, the checklist becomes moot. It's irrelevant. And the things that you thought were important aren't important. And the things that you didn't even think about all of a sudden become priorities. Yep. It's just going to become what she is as a person. Yep. I mean, like, exactly. Wow. You know what? I don't even care that you listen to screamo music in fact i'm starting to kind of like it now because i just like you as a person right and because (laughs) because you like it and that kind of comes full circle to what you started out talking about at the beginning of the episode you said you know stop changing for people Mm -hmm. you know you'll change with them and 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 mutually if they love you Mm-hmm. They'll they'll be changing as well. I've changed so much since I met my wife I, th- in ways I can't even see. And same with you. You've changed in ways that you can't see. It's freaky. For bring, and, and I'm sure she's changed and, and my wife has changed for me, right? It, it doesn't have to be – sometimes it does need to be a conscious effort, right? But it doesn't have to be like a, I need to change who I am. You know, <laughs> everything about me sucks. It's making those changes because you love the other person, not because you want the other person to fall in love with you. Mm. Does that make sense? It does. Obviously, you want them to love you, right? But <laughs> – you love them so fiercely that that you want to be someone else instead of just you want them to want you so fiercely mm-hmm. that you become someone else. Yeah. It's not like you're not changing like your personality. You're just making yourself a better version of yourself. Precisely. And I think that's the best way to I think that's the best way to end it. I think oh, we got, got a little heavy there. Got it. Got to end strong. Got to end strong. Um, We. I'm not going to tell you what the project is, or I'm not going to announce it right now. We'll we'll do that at a later time. But Alex and I, after this is over, in about four minutes, um, we are starting work on 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 another big project. It's it's not going to be a podcast. Um, it's going to be another form of media, and we're going to be. We've already been working on it for about I would say three or four months now. Yeah, it's been a while. I'm um, having even having meetings <laughs> and. <laughs> And stuff like that on on this new project, and so you know, and eventually, um, hugs and misses will fall under the umbrella of this of this new project. Mm. And like I said, this will just be another thing in our repertoire of of stuff we want to do to help people live, um, you know, live better, love better, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and of course, and 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 laugh as always. Levity. Oh, live, laugh, love. Gosh, that was basic Karen, wasn't it? <laughs> Gracious me. Oh, no. <clears throat> but uh, but yeah, as always, Alex and I love to make people laugh. And our next projects will help people, I think, do, do just that. That's the goal. That's that's the goal, right? It might turn out like this, where it's it's a baker's dozen of you really <laughs> like it. And then, you know, about a hundred or so of you just are kind of like, meh. <laughs> But yeah. we've got we've got even more people involved than just Alex and I. We've got about at this point five or six other people involved on this project that we're working on. And you know, stand by for for an announcement on on both the Facebook page, our social media pages, and and maybe even a special episode on here just to let you kind of know what's what's going on. Until then, we're gonna kind of take a take a take a break, right? Going on going on a hiatus. Going on a hiatus to work on this. Um, we've really appreciated everyone's support. Cannot thank you all enough for listening week after week to our stuff, <laughs> to yes. our to our mindless rantings at times. We know it's we know it's been difficult, but we really appreciate you all taking this journey with us. It's been fun. It's been a riot. Yes, yes just thank you to everyone. Uh, you know, obviously, in no shortage uh, of our friends that we've personally reached out mm-hmm. to and. You sent us in your stories, and we appreciate that so much. And 
of course, all of our wives' friends that they have bombarded with requests <laughs> as well. This uh, this podcast wouldn't have gone <clears throat> nearly as far without you guys. And so, even if you found it annoying or ridiculous, or maybe at times just not your cup of tea, thank you for going on this journey with us. We appreciate it. And uh, yeah, I'm just really happy we had this experience. Me it's too, been, bud. What a long, strange trip it's been. Me too. And especially thank you to our, our lovely, forgiving wives who 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 have been not only tolerating this last year of us meeting every, almost every single week, but even before that, us having nightly meetings talking about what we wanted to do <laughs> before you were even married, right? <laughs> yeah, this this goes way back and it, uh, it's expanded into a marriage and... She is very understanding of that, and I, <laughs> I thank her pretty much every every Monday when we record this. So. And, and and my love too. Thank you for sitting in the other room and listening to the podcast twice, basically. <laughs> <laughs> listening to us, the record. real unsung heroes. That's right. That is right. Um, but we hope this has been helpful to at least some of you. We wish you just the greatest of luck in your romantic endeavors in the future, and we hope that you can have more hugs than misses to come. And with that, for the last time, hope maybe, who knows, signing mm-hmm. off, this has been Ian Demelka and Alex Hutchison. And we love you. Good night. Thanks for joining us on Hugs and Miss It. Crap. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>